What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Graced by the Wizard of On, and he was uh, playing with all sorts of knobs and buttons. But we're back up and rolling. What's going on? Welcome to Suncoast On Point, the only news show that matters at the end of the day. You guys know me, Johnny Christ, Tommy. Oh well, it's getting worse. Hi guys, how you doing? Well, now I don't necessarily know that it's getting worse, but we are back. Yeah, we we we, we kind of left for a vacation, and then we had a few technical maintenance dif- and all that other shit. Few technical difficulties and men maintenance, and then yeah, you know, more difficulties. And- yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Chacha, I got the servers high. We finally got them fixed up. Yeah, I completely blame her on that one. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I swear, you know, she got him a medical marijuana card. We've been cleaning out chicken wings for the for the last week. You know, they've been ordered. Oh, good lord, they've been ordered munchies <laughs> all for the last week. <laughs> Yeah, we have so much to get to in so little time. We've only got an hour show, but we're going to kick it off, and we're going to do it all right. Of course, everybody has heard about the wonderful, questionable justice system over there down in Texas where former police officer Amber Geiger, I hope I'm not demolishing that too bad, uh, Amber Geiger has been sentenced to 10 years for murder. Apparently, she had worked a really, really long shift at work, stumbled into the wrong apartment, and shot an unarmed black guy. Not cool. No. Um, and I'll be real. I didn't understand. I really, truly didn't understand at first why everybody was so upset. I still kind of don't, to be completely honest with you, because no. that you can't really blame the justice system on that one. Because... The judge didn't. The judge didn't, you know, deem her guilty. There was no, there was no impartiality in the trial. I mean, they they had a legitimate trial. Yeah, they had a legitimate trial. Tried by, you know, was it twelve? Yes, twelve. Not only they bypassed manslaughter, they tried her and convicted her of murder. Well, the original charge was manslaughter. 
Oh, correct. And, and they upgraded it. They they took it to the grand jury and they upgraded it to I think it's like second degree murder or something. I had no idea that the jury also were uh, the disher outers, if you will, of the sentence. They vo- they voted on the sentence. The judge did not hand down the sentence. Yeah, that's Florida has something similar. And they said it has to be unanimous, a unanimous decision. Now, what does that mean? Because you're a retired law enforcement officer, so you've spent time in that. What does the phrase unanimous mean? It means they all have to vote for the same thing. Okay. So they had as little as five years, but as much as life. Correct. They gave her ten. Correct. The prosecutor was recommending 28. Correct. And she got 10. And boy, everybody lost their mind. They lost their mind in it. And there were... I watched watched the stream of this. It was quite possibly the longest 12 hours of my entire life. They had it broke down. It's on YouTube into three parts. Parts 1, 2, and 3. Good job on the prosecutor, though. Prosecutor did a hell of a job. Like... She did her job. My question is simply this. What was it? Like a week going up to the trial, that's all we heard is white privilege, white privilege, white privilege. Nobody's going to convict this girl. And you're going to see just how flawed the justice system is. Okay, well, that turned out not to be true. Got convicted of murder. Correct. Now it's a matter of, well, they didn't get enough time. There wasn't enough time there. Yeah, that, that was one of the controversies. Okay, but I can see I can see where um, where the issue is. But I'll be real, and and anybody is more than welcome to call at area code nine four one eight two two zero seven one five. I don't think they would have been happy had this woman got anything short of the death penalty. I don't know that, but that's how it's sounding. Yeah, but it's not a death penalty case. It's it. I mean. If she had gotten a quick, a quick synopsis of this whole case, so let's give you a quick quick synopsis of some of those that are not up to date. Um, she was a worked for the Dallas Police Department. Had worked a thirteen hour shift. She comes home. Um, what she does is she she's going home and she winds up in the wrong apartment. Now, according to some of the stuff that I've read, uh, they said that could be a common mistake. Everybody that's ever been to a hotel was wound up on the wrong floor at least once, going in the wrong room. Sure. She winds up at the house. Uh, her, her, what she thinks is her apartment. The door's ajar. She opens the door up. There's a black male inside. Um, she draws her weapon, which happens to be her duty weapon. Right. Uh, tells him to stop. Suppose, and, and, and the argument is that he's getting up out of a chair, and at that time, she shoots him. So, and Faley shoots him. Right. So they wound up convicting her of murder. From you know, from what happened, because she was on the wrong floor, her apartment was actually, I think, believe the floor below that. Right. And you know, that that's kind of a brief thing on the case. Again, I don't know that there's any positive way to spin that short of a murder conviction with full bam. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I don't th- know that. The thing about it is, I mean, you know, they're. The thing about intent and stuff like that comes back into sure. You know, there's no way she'll get premeditated murder because there was nothing premeditated about it. Um, now yeah. you're now you're into the you know, 
And, and Texas law is a little bit different than Florida, so yeah. But the basic elements are still there, and they barely have the basic elements. Yeah. To but she to hit manslaughter. But she well manslaughter. Yeah, well manslaughter. Manslaughter is like the uh, like. You get into some legalities. Manslaughter is like you know. Comes out by people say it's like the unintentional death, and it matters what part of manslaughter you're looking at. Um, what they call culpable negligence in Florida. Uh, well, and this wasn't tried in Florida; that this yeah, was, was tried in Texas. Texas. So Texas law is a little bit different. Every state's a little bit different, you know. Sure. But they, but they did charge her with you know the original charge was manslaughter. They did bump it up to murder. Um, she was convicted. And I think everybody's outraged about the sentencing, about the time of the sentence. And I'm like, okay, where do we go to a point that you know? Did she make an honest mistake? Because here's the thing. Here's a little bit more of it. After the shooting, she calls nine one one. Right. She never. She never left. She stated that you know she didn't realize she was in the wrong apartment. Her story on this has never changed. All right. So, question: In your professional opinion, do you think ten years is excessive? It's the top end of a manslaughter charge. No. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you know, I think the outrage came with like the brother. You know, I think the brother of the victim forgave yeah. her and gave asked her, the judge if and gave her a hug. Yeah, if he could hug her, she yeah. didn't. She didn't ask for that. Yeah, he, he did. Even even the judge in the case, which is somebody's going to have to call in and explain this to me because how can you be mad at the justice system when the ratio of jury members were sixty forty African American to white and they decided the fate? Right. The judge did not. The state did not. No, the jury did this. Yes, the jury and, did this one hundred percent. So, it, and it sounds like the jury, you know, believe you know believed part of the story of you know, hey, I was in the wrong place, wrong time. I shot the guy. She was remorseful, and has been the whole time. Right. So, me doing my due diligence, I asked around. I went and I talked to some people who I felt could give me the most logical-based answer because I don't understand it, and I didn't understand it. So I was like, all right, like, what am I missing here? Because there's a damn good chance that I could be. So a a fellow radio station, uh, let me get to the top of this, and um, I said, hey, need your opinion on something whenever you get a moment. He said, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. So I said, hey. Why is everybody flipping out about the fact that Amber Geiger got 10 years? Why? You know, the judge didn't do it. Jury did it. He goes, she killed somebody in their own home due to her own negligence. Not only did she shoot him, but did little to help to help keep him alive. They... They, uh, they system also plays a, the system also plays a factor because, like in life, all she had to do was cry and people would feel sorry for her. And I said, okay. So I said, so, so why is it the jury couldn't have seen everything that you're saying when it was 60-40 black? You know, 60% black, 40% white. He said, yes. And, our question, and I asked if it be a majority women because it was it was eight to four eight women right. four men i said do women play a part in it and, and he goes yes the women played a huge factor but also going back to what i was stating it's a hundred years of conditioning when you believe you're less than the human race for so long you have a tendency to subconsciously react 
like most minorities do. And then he goes in to say it's ingrained in the DNA, which is what we spoke about, you know, a couple months ago when Barack Obama said that. I don't necessarily buy it, but I don't necessarily discredit it. And that's kind of like the weird thing because it's like I am I am huge on the anti you know racist thing. I am huge on it. I hate I hate when any race brings it up because I think it's low hanging fruit. But maybe there's something to this that well, I'm not making. Well, if you're conditioned that way, but the problem here's here's the way to kind of look at it somewhere in here you've either got to stop the conditioning or you've got to start saying okay when do we start moving forward from it but you can't move past the conditioning because it's been ingrained well i understand but somewhere in here you've got to take a step sure somewhere here you've got to start moving a little bit the justice system didn't fail the justice system did its job I mean, you know, they just it, didn't like the outcome. They didn't like the outcome, and the, and the whole thing about it is, and let's let's be honest with it, you know, um, we've got to start moving forward a little bit on everything, but we've also got to look at things like, you know, do people make mistakes? Is it an honest mistake? <laughs> you know, what I mean, you, those kind of factors have got to come into it. Yes, sure. she shot somebody. Yes, she's remorseful. Yes, you know, they convicted her of murder. Um, I'm, I, I have no problems with anything that I've heard in the whole case. Personally, that I would love to see get back to a world where, and bet your ass, you would have a lot less people acting <coughs> in reckless fashion if people were held to the fullest extent of the law, even if it was an accident. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got to do something about it. I you mean, shoot somebody, that's your ass. <coughs> well, not necessarily. Well, it matters what the circumstances of the shooting are. Well, okay, correction. If you shoot somebody, if anything less than 100% verified self-defense, like I'm charging at you with a weapon, I mean, somebody's coming at you with a car, you're in fear for your life, but they've done that, and look what happened. That uh, We had that incident in Tampa where somebody tried to claim stand your ground law, right. you know, like here in Florida, which is not Texas, right. which was... A complete bullshit fucking trial. Bullshit. Right. And and did nothing but waste the taxpayers' dollars because the man had no business shooting him. He had no business shooting him. Right. But personally speaking, with, you know, that and and this is an opinion based statement next, I'm getting sick and tired of this. It's pissing me off because well, of the fact that we need to start holding people accountable who are being jacked up. When everybody runs around here saying black lives matter, I want to know the people who say black lives don't matter because that's the problem. Those are the people who I want to get rid of. It's that it, well, it goes back to what you talking about things being ingrained. Sure. There, there, there's a thought and philosophy that, you know, it doesn't matter where the problem with it is. And this is where I have my issues with black lives matter. Everybody's lives matter. It's not just black lives matter. It's everybody's lives matter. There's a case now coming down. I, I watched the video and I, I'm can't remember where the police officer is um, but he's got a body cam on and this one just happened recently where the body cam coverage was released and the guy's got a knife in his hand he keeps telling him you know, stop 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 and when you get you know the officer told him like four times even fell down and the guy's got a knife in his hand so he winds up having a fatal shooting and 
everybody's yelling that the officer should be charged in that. And, of course, you know, hey, listen, how many times do you tell somebody to stop and he's coming at you with right. a knife before you shoot somebody? And I don't care what color the person is that's doing the shooting or the person that's holding the knife. If you tell somebody repeatedly, hey, stop, don't come at me with a knife, and you shoot them. Right. You know. I mean, something bad's going to happen. It, it, you know, it doesn't have to be color. I mean. Well, sure. Well, and and it's i understand that there are instances in which racism happens i know this i know this because i've seen it i have heard about it all of this nobody can refute that why because they would sound idiotic but the point is is it really like look at all the freaking cops and you know look at all of them that's thousands. That sends hundreds of thousands of of employees. Every time they pull over an African American, it's because they're just a black kid in the you know in the neighborhood. I don't believe that. No, I de- I definitely do believe that. Like that dick in South Carolina who shot an unarmed black man. That son of a bitch needs to be locked up and thrown away. He got life. Good. And, and I and I agree with that. I'll have a. Problem but nobody that. celebrates that. No. no, nobody wants to sit there and say that justice was served. They want to say, "Well, I just want to point out what's not." All right, no, nobody wants to, you know, for Colin Kaepernick tried to come back around, not knowing that Colin Kaepernick's whole campaign was based on the Mario Woods incident in California, where the man was de-escalated via beanbags and wouldn't drop the damn knife. You have people in footage saying, "Drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife, homeboy," yep. and he wouldn't do it. But nobody talks about that. Well, that's that's what happens in a lot of these cases. Sure, you, you go back to Ferguson, you can go back to two or three others. You know, well, nobody that, wants the story of Michael Brown was a much different. Nobody, but nobody wants to talk about the whole totality of the story. And what I mean by that is that talk about the whole story from well, beginning sure. to end. And the prosecutors of of, of uh, that um, the Garner case. Awesome, because the man pointed that out. Entry and exit bullet wounds could have only been caused in two ways. And I'm like, well, this ought to be good. He said, it entered through the top chest and exited the bottom part of the lower back. You've only got a handful of different scenarios where that would happen. Either somebody sitting down right, or somebody crouched down in fear for their life. Right. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, what a very intelligent move. Um, well, people don't want to look to statistics. They don't want to actually stop and say, "Hey, does this exist?" Oh, absolutely, Michael. I couldn't. I could not agree more about what you're saying. Of course, racism exists. But if we all do not do our part, then how are we really helping? Because it literally doesn't take a whole lot of effort to point out problems. It really doesn't. But we also know that everybody. Everybody has made a questionable statement, a questionable comment. If you haven't, you're not a real person. And I'll be the first one to say it. Everybody has made a questionable statement. In my younger days, I have made questionable statements that looking back on it now was absolutely ridiculous. Of course. And I wish I hadn't made particular... Are you nuts that I catch shit now? For shit I said a week ago. But you know what the thing about it is okay, you say something that you said a week ago, that's one thing. Yeah. We're the way the society's set up now and social media, you know, you're catching stuff for ha- stuff that happened fifteen years ago. Come on. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you got to catch it when it first hits. There, there's got to be, you know, 10, 15 years later. Right. Uh, come on. Oh, too, I agree. Too, too many things, too much water under the bridge, too much, I mean, you know. I completely agree. So, I mean, you know. Amber Geiger, bam, locked up, 10 years, bye. We, we, we shall see how this woman lives her life in five years. Because that's when she's eligible eligible for parole. So now moving on. It's impeachment story world everywhere. Swear to Moses. People are bored. They are bored. And you know what, though? We're going to do something that you didn't expect, all right? We all acknowledge that the Democrats are having a very hard time with this. So I've done a little digging and a little bit of research. And I'm going to tell you what the what the strategy should be if they want to get Trump out of office, okay? Because three things are impeachable, all right? Quick pro quo. It's not there. It's not there. Therefore, no quick pro quo. Well, then they switched, and they said, oh, well, you don't have to have quick pro quo. Well, now they're saying obstruction of justice, which, again, low-hanging fruit, weak sauce, it is weak sauce because of the fact that the thing that they thought that they had, they don't. Oh yeah, the, I'm, I'm going. You like the obstruction part? I'm like, where have we got obstruction? Yeah, <laughs> it's not there, so they got to throw that on out. The very definition of impeachment is now changed. It now basically what they're doing is they're trying to impeach this guy, basically on what they think he's trying to do. Well, I'm sorry, but the justice system, that justice system doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. Just because you get to rewrite the things in Congress as you see fit, and the House Judiciary Committee can have random pop-ups, however that they want to do this, at the end of the day, if you had them, you would have called for the vote. Period. Well, and you know what? If you have the evidence, I'll be the first one to crucify that man along with everybody else. Well, that's the problem that we've got now. We've got a... You know, they're not following the precedence of what they've done. They've had two two impeachments. Well, actually, they've had a few more, but they've had two presidential impeachments. Right. And most people that wind up being impeached are judges, by the way. Uh, but what anyway? And it's usually on bribery charges. What normally happens in these situations, though, is which has not happened in this case, is that they have a full house vote to impeach or not to impeach. Right. And that's everybody in votes. Sure. And then we turn around and then you have the committees do all their investigation. Yeah. Right now, they are in hyper-fast mode. This looks oh, like, yeah. This this looks like, this thing looks like a jet aircraft trying to be flown through here and everybody's trying to talk about, we got to do this, we got to do that. And then the timelines are just unreal. They're asking for documents and stuff from servers and things like that. And right. they're asking for stuff in like two or three days. If the problem is that they're having a hard time getting something to stick, what are the chances, and everybody watching us, you know, can go ahead and chime in. They're going to get this man reelected in 2020. I mean, that's why Bill Clinton had as much problem as, as he had had they played the same card because they played Bill Clinton up to be a racist and voter polls at the time was proven that nobody wanted to vote in a racist. That's why they keep going to that one because they think that, that narrative still applies. Well, it does. Right. But you have to be able to prove racist behavior. 
Well, you got to be able to prove a bunch of things. And the thing about it is, I mean, I know that whether you like Trump or don't like Trump. and, and this, I couldn't stand Obama. And this is the truth. If you like the man or you don't like the man. Right. Okay. One, he's president of the United States. He was duly elected president of the United States. Number two is what's happening with him sets a very scary precedent because eventually there will be another Democratic president. It always happens. Eventually there's going to be a Republican House and a Republican Senate, and you're going to have a Democratic president. And the last thing you want, the absolute last thing you want is what's going on right now because then you're going to have the, have the other party impeach the president well, for anything. Well, that the Republican Party has always been the quote-unquote the passive-aggressive party. You know, that they have always been the status quo and all that other stuff. Yeah, but the, and but, the Democrats have always kind of shifted with the times. Well, you the know, hence thing, why we got Obama and we had everybody saying, you know, you're cool, you're fine, everybody can get married. Everybody. Why? Because that was the times at hand. Right. Well, now you're starting to see Republicans stand up for themselves. And they're starting to say, no, screw you. Piss right. off. Well, it, 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 a lot of this reflects in the numbers. I mean... The, the campaign numbers came out for how much money the campaigns have risen have raised in the last quarter you know uh, and some people say that people vote for their with their with their pocketbooks uh the you know, the GOP and the Trump campaign raised 125 million dollars this quarter I mean nobody can give this that's, man and everybody else is like 25 million I'm telling you that's a lot of money guys my question is, Is why can't anybody just give this man just a little bit of credit? Okay, the man just signed something that went into effect immediately. $1.5 million for autism mm-hmm. for children. Never talked about. But nobody wants to give him credit for that. I'm sorry, but whether you like him, you love him, or you hate him, and you hope the man keels over and plotses, what that man did is a good thing. If you can't even acknowledge that, if you can't sit there and look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I don't like that son of a bitch, but he did a good thing. And for that, he doesn't get any more of my respect. It's not that I don't like him, but I'm going to give a little bit of credit. I may not be crazy about it. I mean, you know, we've, we mean you've talked to this about 100 times. You know, hey, let's get rid of his Twitter. I mean, you know, let's take it away the from man's him. Twitter is absolutely horrible, and he gets himself into his own damn problems. I can promise you that. But now, but now and, and I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. I really don't get into all that stuff, but I've kind of got to keep watching this, and I'm going, you know, they keep talking about the other stuff that happened in Ukraine with Biden and all that kind of stuff, and the money that his son made and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And that, but nobody wants to investigate that part of it. I'm kind of well, like that's because it's a political hack job, yeah. and people buy and, and they sell their positions. And then there's been there's been documentation that's came out. I mean, and not I'm not talking about you know whatever news source you look at. Of course, some of them don't tell you this, but you know they've got signed letters from some senators. They had three senators that sent things to the Ukraine, talking about how the Ukraine would have a hard time getting any help from the United States if they didn't do such and such and such and such. Well, hey, hold on. Is it that the same thing that they're complaining that Trump done? Well, absolutely. I mean, Joe Biden went on national TV and said, I'm giving you six hours. You get that man out of office, or I'm not giving you a dime. And Verbatim. And it was, yeah, this was actually on, on a, on a so I mean, you know, my question is, and like I said, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I kind of got a question now. You know, is there something that's happened in Ukraine 
with the Democratic Party that they are afraid will come out. Well, and that could very well be the case. Unfortunately, that um, everything is still pretty, pretty, pretty new. And I don't know who the hell's calling me. I'm on the air. I don't know. They can they can wait. Um, yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see what goes on because we are a long ways out from this one. The whole impeachment thing, one way or another, we are not done. We are nowhere near done. Every day there's some type of new news breaking on it. There's something yeah. new coming out of it. So I'm still waiting for it to go to the Senate because... I, I, It'll never get that far. No, no, no. They get, can't even get people to vote to go ahead oh, no, for no. the impeachment inquiry. No, I, no I, I'll, I'll guarantee it, he gets impeached. I guarantee it'll be a, it'll be a party line right down the party line vote. It'll be all Democrats voting for impeachment, and you may get one or two independents, but I don't see it. You know, I don't see it being a bipartisan deal. You know, of course, you may have one or two jump ship. You can never tell. But I mean, yeah, it, it'll be. It, you it'll wind up being that kind of impeachment. It's gotten to the point now where I just look at people, and every time that they bring it up, I say. Like, if this man is so horrible, like, why the hell doesn't somebody just, you know, put the call in and have, you know, like, what happened to JFK? And you know why they don't? Because I believe, I believe in, like, movie and TV show prophecies, um, and we'll resort it back to X-Men Days of Future Past. When the Sentinels came in and they started running roughshod, it was in honor of the little midget who got killed, who got assassinated. Mm -hmm. I believe that's why they're not they're not touching the current president because everything he wanted would instantly go into office and go into effect as remembrance. Yeah. The wall would go up, no questions asked. And if anybody even tried to rebuke it, they'd be like, What's the matter with you? Right. Don't you have a heart? Da 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 da. I believe that would happen like it's nobody's business. Well, yeah, it, it would be, you know, it's the same thing that was with Obama, you know. Right. You know, it, it never happened. And now, you know, somebody said something to me about it. One time I said, you'd make him a martyr. Well, the same thing would happen with Trump. Sure. If somebody actually was dumb enough to do that, you'd, we, he'd wind up being a martyr. Uh, and, and, you know, I've always said you've got to give people a chance. And then, right now, there's no way to give anybody a chance. They, well, that doesn't and, even happen. I honestly think that Charlottesville shot this man in the damn head because of the fact that and that with his campaign shit of him winking and nodding at the alt-right in 2016, okay? I don't care what he meant, okay, that we have to take everything at exactly what it is. I believe there could be people on both sides. If, if we as... as if we as individuals cannot acknowledge that that was a horrible move, horrible choice of I don't think, but see, the thing about it is, uh, to be honest with you, I don't think he was talking about... Like, he walked into that. But, but I don't, but if you, if the truth be known, I do not believe he was talking about the alt-right. I believe what he was talking about was you had the protesters that were to save the statues and the protesters that were opposed to well, the statues. Well, that was on two different things. Like during, and, during the campaign, it was when, is when he was giving his speeches, he was but, winking but, and nodding at the alt-right, and then after he got elected, but after Charlottesville Cha but happened. After Charlottesville, but I'm saying, when he, I mean, you know, if you 
look at the context of the content uh, comment that you're talking about. Sure. I believe what he was trying to say is that there was good people on the side to say the statue. There was good people on the side not to say the statue. I think that what happened I made, don't, it, made, made it look... But perception is everything. I don't think Americans... I know because I'm one of them. I don't think Americans want a president that you have to micro-assess everything the commander-in-chief says to try to find the meaning in it. And that's what I think we're running into. I don't think people want to work that hard. And not that I blame them. I don't blame them. Not one damn bit. I don't want to have to sit there and have to decipher every little thing. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, that I feel like I've got a freaking eight-year-old as a president sometimes. Because of the fact that it's like, okay, well, Billy said this. Well, what did Billy really mean? And then you've got to look at it, and you've got to assess all that horseshit, and da 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 da. Well, you can change, and and, and I, I will. I, I love this thing from the Bible about the Bible because I've always yeah. said this. But but what I'm explaining to you, you could take any Bible verse, right? And you can ask ten pastors what it means, or ten Bible or Bible theologians or scholars or whatever you want to, right? And you'll get two different answers. Well, sure, from the same thing. So, I mean, you know, you can do that to anything anybody says. Well, and... So, so, I mean, you know, do I believe that Trump was was articulate? No. (laughs) No. I mean, I mean, that the man has said a lot of questionable stuff. Both people on good sides, places are shitholes, and stuff like that. I mean, he's not the most articulate and eloquent-sounding president of our lifetime. I don't mind telling you. Oh, no, no, there's no doubt about that one. But until his ass is voted out, and you know what? People can people can do their part and get him out. That's how it is. It's at the top of uh, the hour, which means we switch over to local news, and we will keep everybody up to date as to what's going on with the impeachment in the up-and-coming weeks. Guns, 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 more guns than you can shake a stick at. It appears two weeks ago, sweet little girl at Lincoln Middle in Palmetto brought a gun to school. Good job. What the hell's the matter with people? And then last week, somebody brought a toy gun that looked like a real gun to Bayshore High School. And I'm like, what in the damn hell is going on? What's going on with people? I don't even know. I don't even know. But I'm like, everybody's just got to stop. First off, if you're a parent and you own guns and the, and your children have access to said guns, you're a bad parent. If nobody else will tell you that shit, I'll tell you that shit. You are a bad parent. Lock that shit up if you're not home. Why? Because I guarantee, had they done their due diligence, and yes, it may be inconvenient to put the gun away. It may be inconvenient to put it out of reach of little Billy and little Molly when you're not there. Yeah. I can't get mad. I can only get mad at myself because... Now, how old were the children involved? Do we know? 
Uh, one was a middle schooler. I be- I want to say 12 or 13. I don't okay. know that, okay. so don't quote me. Okay. One was a middle schooler. The one who brought the replica gun was in high school for Bayshore High. And I'm like, wait a minute. All right. Like, eh, are we just getting, like, lazy? Is that what this is? Like, hey, I'm not going to be home. I left the gun on the dresser. You can't just empty the hammer, you know, the fucking clip, pop the one out in the chamber, put it in the safe, call it a day. And then when you come back out and you come back home, you can, you can re-get the gun out. Click, click. Okay, we're good. If little Billy and little Molly go towards the bedroom, stay the hell out of the bedroom. You know better. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, no. Don't go in the bedroom. That's not for you. Yeah, my yeah, my parents were. I mean, I, I grew up a little bit different time, but I mean, you know, I, I was, you know, my guns were put up. I mean, I had guns, but my guns were put up. They were put up where I wasn't. You know, they didn't come out of the house. You got you, you know what? Beat if you mess with yeah. guns. I mean, you know, uh, when I got older, you know, even of course, because I grew up in a totally different time, you know. And then the community I grew up in was totally different on guns also. I mean, you know, they don't allow it no more. But when I grew up, you know, you go to high school, you're 16 years old. We had shotguns and rifles laying in trucks. Did they have those back in the early 1900s when you went to school? Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> we had, but we had shotguns and rifles that actually were in the trucks because, I mean, we all right. hunted. We all hunted. So, you know, we go out and they boys go hunt that morning. They go to school. They get out. They go catch them, you know, go hunting in the afternoons. Right. And, you know, the guns were there. I mean, everybody had gun racks and had rifles and shotguns in them. They don't do that sure. anymore. They don't even allow them on campus anymore. But, I mean. They're not wrong. But we didn't have shootings neither. Well. Nobody, nobody ever got a gun out of a truck and went into the school with it. That's freaking nuts because <laughs> it's like. Like, if you're going to sit there and own a gun, and you know what? I don't care if I get in trouble for saying this. I don't look. If you're going to own one, either legally or illegally, have enough goddamn common sense. Keep the shit away from your kids. How about that? Yeah, well, like I said, you know. Now, we don't advocate illegally purchasing a firearm. But we're talking about high school kids, and we're talking about 16 years old, 16, 17 year olds that were having, that had guns that had been handed down from parents. The world is a. A totally different place. The world is a harder place as it is. All right? It's already bad enough that you got parents got to worry about their kids ending up in the streets, running around with gangs, learning shit the hard way because they have to work 27 jobs, and they can't teach their damn children the correct way to do things because they're too busy providing a roof over their kid's head. And you know what? My heart goes out to them. It really, truly does. A a A single parent? And everybody's always says single moms, and I, I, you know, I understand that they get on the, you know, mothers, and that's fine. Listen, there's a lot of single dads out there too, and people forget that sure about. Is. And there's a lot of people that forget about the poor single father that's out there too, you know. I agree. These, these people, you know, they work two or three jobs to make ends meet, and you know, yeah, I can understand both sides of that argument. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And, I mean, uh, but today's day with gun safe and they're not that expensive to put them up. Yeah, it's not hard to put one. Well, and it's I I have talked with a few people about like gun reform and things like that. Like I'm in full support of like when they do uh, the Palmetto Gun Show. If I had my way, yeah, they could buy a gun, but they wouldn't be able to pick it up until after everything was cleared. Now, whether that means. The private seller would have to ship it to him. Whatever, wouldn't matter. Well, if I mean, why? Because of the fact that as long as everything is on the books and everybody wants to go to that extreme, there shouldn't be any reason with taking a little bit of extra precaution. 
Well, they talk about the gun show loophole, and, and what it is that, and I'll use an example. I've got a pistol. You want to buy it. I'm going to sell it to you. I know you. They're arguing about the background checks and all that stuff. Now, as a private seller to a, per, a private person, that's one of the arguments they're arguing about. Now, the gun show loopholes are kind of the same way. Um, they should regulate it and make all sales have to go through a designated dealer. And, and that's one of the arguments that everybody's got, got to make. But here's the flip side, and this has always been proven. You know, If somebody wants to get a gun, they'll get a gun. Well, sure. So, I mean, you know. I get that. The, 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 the gun ar- restrictions only keep the honest people honest. The, yeah, the, ar- the argument kind of doesn't hold water a little bit because, you know, most of the time you find out that most people that commit crime crimes, the gun's either stolen. Well, yeah, or but it we was, have to figure out something. I mean, we can't just make some it other way besides going through a gun show. Oh, I, I mean, we definitely need to try to do something. And your way, I'm sorry, but I don't like your way of just give everybody a gun. No, can't do oh, that. They, well, there's a there is. It a, sounds good in theory. Don't get me there's wrong. A but. Bill in the legislature right now that just was introduced. That's going to talk about getting rid of having total open carry in Florida. Yeah, I did see that. I did see total open carry in Florida without a concealed weapons permit. You see, now that don't make no damn sense. You got to have something. I mean, you can't just sit around and wake up and say, "Hey, I feel like buying a gun." A random person. Well, if you buy a gun now, if you go to a gun shop or you go anywhere that can buy one, pawn shop, whatever, you can buy a gun. You still have, if it's a handgun, you have a three-day waiting period. And as well that it should be. Okay, but I can buy a shotgun and walk out with it. You see, now, I don't agree with that. <laughs> it needs to be level all the way across the board. So It yeah. needs to yeah. be a certain waiting period all the way down. Um, I mean... But there is a recent study that just came out from the FBI, and guess what? You have a better chance of being killed by somebody with a knife than a gun. Well, back in my day, we didn't have to worry about those problems. We had fisticuffs back in the back. You know, you didn't like somebody? Well, Okay, so we're going to go that, out back, we're going to handle it, and we're going to go have a I drink. I mean, you actually had this conversation. I mean, yeah. you know, you know yeah, well, that's that was the way ours was, too. If, we, if right. we had a problem, we went behind the gym. You know, you had a fist fight. When the fist you won fight, some, you lost some. When the, when, the, when the fist fight was over with, you know, and you may have one or two. I mean, it, it wasn't you know, unusual to have two or three. But, you know, eventually everybody looked at it and said, "Okay, are y'all two done?" And then you either you either agreed to disagree, and sure, not, but it was finished, right? Yeah, and, and, and so and we've taken a little bit of I hate to say some of this conflict resolution out because now it's like you know, oh, you can't hit nobody, you can't do this, you can't do that. Okay, listen, watch me. That's not human nature. You yeah. cannot get totally rid of human nature, and that's you know. I, I always said I wanted to set me up a boxing rink somewhere, and everybody laughs at this idea. I said I go set me up a boxing rink somewhere. We're gonna pay them to fight. We're gonna give them the the headgear and the gloves, and we're gonna let two people that just really want to fight real bad sign a couple of waivers, put them in a ring, and let them have at it for about three rounds. Oh, <laughs> I don't see anybody really making it the complete like full. For three rounds. No, that's that, well. That's what happens to most people. But I mean, you know, hey, you know, you've got a problem with so and so, and you two can agree to do this, and y'all can go duke it out in the ring and be done with it. You know, you give them the headgear and the the mouth gear and the gloves, and you know, let them let them go at it. Dang. Um, all right, so we're gonna move on over to uh, Why Mama, Florida. 27-year-old woman has been arrested by the Tampa Bay Police 
department. After being alarmed, parents discovered a a trove of pipe bombs. Yes, I read that. Weapons and bomb-making material in her bedroom. Yeah. She, she, Holy shit. She made like 12 pipe bombs, I think it was, or something like that. What the hell is going on with that? Shortly after midnight and then charged with 24 counts of making destructive devices with the intent to do bodily harm or property damage. Mm-hmm. That is a second-degree felony punishable by up to 15 years in prison. That is per device. Quote. And that is per device. How the hell? I mean, I know it's a thing. My roommate has joked about it several times. You know, saying, hey, if I wanted to, I could go to Home Depot right now and buy everything I need to, you know, to make a bomb. Yeah. No questions asked. Now, they're a little bit smarter than they were, so they may not, you know, so they may not be able to get everything all, all in one foul swoop. Well, yeah. they. But they, it would take a day or two, but they could get it. Yeah, I, I think they've said that, you know, there's, the stores are actually supposed to kind of be on alert to look at, well, you know, if you're buying nitrates and, and uh, you know, pipes and things like that. Hmm, yeah, there may be something going on here. That's scary to think about, man, that uh, people can just up and buy whatever it is that they need, whatever it is that they want to make any type of explosive and just have at it. That's crazy. I am glad they found the person, though. Oh, yeah. I'm not that- sure who alerted them to them, but I'm glad that they found the person. When I was in school, that uh, there was this book out called The Anarchist Cookbook. It's still on the internet. Yeah, but you can't buy it in the states. You got to buy it off of uh, eBay in like Canada. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They 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 finally banned it, though. There was like thousands of copies of it running around. Yeah, I mean that. I would be interested to know like what other books have been banned. Like I know that the school did like the whole To Kill a Mockingbird thing and just kind of really, you know, set that off aside. But it's like. Yeah, but you know People what? are buying up shit. Like, people are buying up materials for a bomb. Yeah, like, but, but to go back to your To Kill a Mockingbird, To Kill a Mockingbird was, was a, considered a liter- literary classic. So, I mean, it's like... Literary. Yeah, well, you know, you have to figure out what is bannable. I mean, to buy bomb material, yes, yeah, you can do it. You just got to know what you're buying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out. I am very interested to know what books besides the Anarchist Cookbook is outlawed in the United States. Oh, there's tons of those that are outlawed. There's a shit ton of books. Holy shit. There's tons of those that are outlawed. Good Lord. I could have told you that. Gone with the Wind? The book is outlawed? Yes. Come on. I'm telling you, they've... They've attacked certain... The naked and the dead? They've attacked certain parts of literature. They really have. Ah, there it is. Ah, the Anarchist Cookbook. Whale talk? What my mother doesn't know? Like, what the hell are some of these books? Uh, we're, we're, we're just going to click on a random one. Okay, that uh, this is R- Rabbit Run. Okay. Don't really know anything about it. It's 265 pages. Seems to be an older book. I don't know why it was banned. It doesn't say that. 
Nah, plot, no. I don't care about that. I don't care. I, I want to know why the hell it got banned. You know, you may want to read the synopsis. Oh, no. I'm not doing all that. That's a pain in the ass. <laughs> but that's nuts. Well, anything like that's been banned. They've been, been banning that. And do you know the funny part about all this is the fact that you don't have to own the book to probably get the contents of the book. No. You you can probably download the, PDF, uh, uh, that the PDF somewhere. Yeah, the Anarchist Cookbook is still out there. You just got to know where to go find it. Oh, yeah, that the Anarchist Cookbook was a popular reading material of the Columbine shooting. Yes. Which we talked a little bit on Wednesday about the Sandy Hook Promise video. Graphic as hell. Sheesh. Yes. Nothing like pushing political agenda by standing on the graves of dead children. That's always nice. Jeez. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just a dirty ass trick, though, man. Well, we've had this discussion before, you know, and and you know, when it comes to parents and kids and stuff like that, you know, you're going. You won't to, have to worry about people bringing guns to school if you've got a decent rapport with your damn children. Well, dads, quit leaving your kids. That's a proven scientific statistical fact. Okay, that's the elements of success by the Brookings Institute. Yes. All right, father, yeah. stick the stick the yeah. hell around. Yeah, the lack of fathers has has been well. Oh documented. God, yeah, I believe that's part of the declining <laughs> patriarchy of nonsense. Right, it's pretty sad. It really is. Some of this stuff is really, really sad. Oh, of course. And you know what? I don't see it getting better any damn time soon. So we all just kind of have to. Eh, Let's see. What else do we have? What? No. Come on. That's not a real thing. A couple days ago, Troubled Bradenton Nightclub. Only temporary closed. Oh, yeah. I read that, too. Spot 26. Spot 26 is now closed for renovations. Renovations will take two to three weeks. And the neighborhood's all happy because the place is closed. Yep. And then they they also said that the liquor license was gone, but the news agency looked it up and found out that the liquor license is still in effect, which yeah doesn't surprise me. Then. I don't understand how this place is still open. Personally, I really truly don't. Obviously, you haven't been by there on a Friday or Saturday night when the place is hopping and bumping and thumping. I guess not. <laughs> Shit. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I've been by. I would have to admit now you can't hear them playing the music, and it, some, most time it's outside. But you can you can hear the music come blasting away if you go by there by like two thirty in the morning. Well, then I mean that certainly gives me something to look forward to. I suppose um, we just got <laughs> to get you a nightlife. <laughs> no, screw that. No, I don't. No, I don't need that. No, I'm good. Um, anything good going on this weekend? Anything at all? Not that I'm aware of. I haven't really checked the local stuff to see what's going, to be honest with you. I've been kind of been on my, yeah, own little world. Gotcha. To put to put it that way. Uh, if you're in the Bradenton area, they have Eric uh, Pasley at Joyland tonight in Bradenton. Oh, cool. Okay. He'll be there. Doors open up, I believe, at 7. Uh, tickets are only like 20 bucks. They are not they're not very expensive at all. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So if you guys are in the mood for some decent country twanging uh, entertainment, go over that way. I do not think I will be heading over that way. 
I, actually, I take that back. I do have to swing by there briefly, but that's only because I'm picking up something. Uh-oh. What? Oh. And we will touch on this real quick and briefly because everybody seems to be posted about it. Walking Phoenix, the star of the new Joker movie, had its premiere last night. And at the Venice premiere, it got an eight-minute standing ovation. Oh. Oh, That's I, impressive. I don't care who you are. That is impressive. I, looks like I'm going to have to be watching the Joker movie this weekend. Yeah. And if Pinellas can stop issuing gun warnings just because of something that happened all the way to the goddamn dark night, let it go, man. Holy crap. It happened like how many years ago was that? Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I hate that. The dark night. Some and, freaking Yahoo in Colorado shot up the joint. Yes. And now everybody's like, oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Everybody's afraid that they're going to go nuts and shoot the place up. That's right. But uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, call it. Thank you, everybody, for uh, watching and listening and chiming in. If you guys have any topics you guys want us to talk about, just let us know. Hit us up. Um, We'll have the replay playing in the next day or so, so you can check us out on Spotify. I do enjoy it. Any final words? Uh, no, everybody, have a good weekend. I haven't checked the weather, but I think it's supposed to be nice this weekend. Um, That'll be nice. Well, welcome to hot October. You know, fall is in the air. Of course, I haven't figured out where it is yet because it's still in the mid-90s, but, I mean, fall is <laughs> in the air. Well, we probably won't see much until, you know, December. Yeah, normally January, but I mean, hey, you know, it is Florida. Is it real? How that? Oh, we freaking we did that. We we were getting cold weather before January last year. Oh yeah, God, that was nice. <laughs> that was really nice, people. Uh, Johnny damn, lives in Florida, and he keeps thinking that it's New England. I, I, just I just want to wear my hoodie. Yeah, I, I just don't understand it. Yeah, oh, but wow. but um, yeah. But, you know, everybody have a safe weekend. Please. Absolutely, guys. Please be safe. Uh, take care hopefully, of you. Hopefully all the technical difficulties and the renovations and all that stuff are now effectively done. Absolutely. Um, but please be good uh, to yourselves and, and each others. other. Yes, absolutely. This is Casey Kasem. No, just kidding. Um, I am Johnny Christ with my man Tommy D, bringing you the best this side of the line for news. We're going to give it to you straight because we ain't got nothing else better to do and we got nothing to gain from it. So, if I can get this damn thing to play, we will be uh, good to go. <laughs> have fun, guys. Be safe, everybody. Still Later. Everybody have a good weekend. Right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. <laughs>